Question number two. When we die, do we immediately go to heaven or to a temporary one? So when we die, do we immediately go to heaven or a temporary one? Well, first of all, that depends if you're saved or not. Okay? But assuming that it's a saved person asking the question, um, then the answer depends on whether heaven is a location or a person. And I think this is really important for us to understand because we often say things like, home is where the heart is, or home is where my mom is, or home is where whatever. And we understand that to mean uh, it doesn't really matter what the building looks like. It's really the people in it, or it's, it's the, the stuff in it, and the family, and the friends, and, and all those things that make that place home. It's not the, the drywall, and the paint, and, and the fixtures. Well, I think heaven should be thought of as a similar thing. Um, heaven is being in the presence of God. And whenever you're in the presence of God, as, a, as a, his child, you are in heaven. So that is heaven. Now, the physical location of heaven and our physical bodies will change in the process. But heaven itself is wherever the, the presence of God is, where his children are. Um, the climax of the entire Bible. So in the Bible, you have um, the story beginning perfect, and then the, the trouble happens. And so there's this rescue plan that's put into place. And then we see the rescue plan come to fruition in the cross, that, that Christ is crucified and that he dies, and he rises again victoriously. And we think that's kind of the, the really high point, but that's actually not the purpose. The whole goal of the promise that was made in the beginning after man sinned was not so that Jesus would one day die and rise again, but it was actually so that one day um, those who had sinned and turned their back against God could somebody be reconciled with him and be with him for eternity, to see his face, to live again with him as his children. That's the goal. And so the climax of the entire Bible is Revelation chapter 22, verse 4, and it says, And they shall see his face and his name shall be in their foreheads. And the idea is that everything that was ever separating God and man is gone. And we are now in the physical presence of God. And his name is in our foreheads, and we are his forever. And this is what we're looking forward to. This is the greatest day in all of history. And it's to come. And so, yes, the location does seem to change. Um, we do not receive our glorified bodies immediately when we die. Yeah, that's something that will happen sometime in the future. Um, but we know that when the thief was hanging on the cross and, and asked Jesus to save him, Jesus says, today you'll be with me this day in paradise. We know that, that the Apostle Paul said that God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. He's the God of Abraham who is alive. So it wasn't this picture of Abraham just being in some kind of deep sleep until finally his body was resurrected. He was in the presence of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8, Paul said, We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So immediately following this death, Christians have the hope that we are immediately in the presence of God. Um, where that is exactly the, the, the physical location, again, I don't, think it's that, I don't think it's that important to know. There was an addendum question, and it, it said, with that in mind, what does it mean in 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 to 17, that says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. 
Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. So that question is asked, and I believe what they're getting at there is, why does it seem like the dead in Christ are rising first? What were they doing the whole time before they rose first? And I think that is where we see um, the physical and now glorified body of the saint meeting um, the soul of the saint in the air. That's what happened first. Now, what that looks like, can I tell you something? There are so many things in the Old Testament that happened, and I'm like, what would that look like? Like, I know we see physical descriptions, or, or we can look at a movie about Moses and see what water looks like when it's split and there's a tunnel through. But really, what does that look like? What does it look like when, when all the water's turned to blood, when there's um, gnats over everything, or locusts over everything? Or, like, some of the things that God has done is it really just impossible for us to fathom with our minds. Things in the past. So I don't know why we'd expect things in the future to be more clear to us. These are things that the, even the authors that write about them haven't actually been there and seen them all happen. And even if they had seen them happen, they wouldn't have the language to describe them. They would have no reference point, nothing to refer to. Like, it's just like this. Well, it's not just like anything that's ever happened before. So, what does it look like when our physical bodies come out of the ground? And what if you were cremated? And what if you're, you've been rotten for many years? I mean, I don't know what all that looks like. But I think it's going to be amazing to be there and see. I look forward to it, right? I don't think we need to know everything. Um, I am a, a pre-millennialist, which mean, uh, means that I believe that someday uh, God is coming again to this earth to rule and reign for a thousand years before the new heaven and the new earth. And so uh, I think this is a description of either the pre-trib rapture or him coming post-trib to rule and reign for a thousand years. So some people, some people preach up, which is if you pin me down, I'd be there. Preacher of rapture would be that we're coming and we're meeting with Jesus and then we're going back into heaven and then we're coming back to rule and reign. Um, others would say, no, he's coming back, we're coming to meet him and then we're all coming together to rule and reign. That difference, uh, uh, I don't know, but I think we're getting off of the question. So exactly what you're referring to probably depends on your understanding of eschatological events and end times. But what this verse does is it points out that though believers will be in the presence of the Lord immediately, there will be a significant difference between our first day in heaven with God and the day we get our glorified bodies. And so this journey of with God in heaven, it's not like you go to heaven and then every single day from that point forward is the exact same. There are changes and there are things that will happen and it'll be exciting to see how God's plan unfolds and we'll just have a different, a different seat for how that happens after we pass. Hope that answers question number two.